Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, get this right. Since Friday, <laughs> we've had two hours of SmackDown. We had one hour of Rampage. Clash of the Castle was like three and a half hours. NXT was about, I don't know, two hours or so. AEW All Out went for about 7,692 hours. And then we've just had Raw, which we know clocks in at 180 minutes. It's like, oh my gosh, there's so much wrestling. So for the past day, I've been trying to rip my head off and just roll it down the street so I can say, oh, I need to give this one a miss. I gotta go get my head. And of course, none of that is true because my head is still on my body, but also you get your wrestling cannon, you get your sports entertainment gun and you fire it my way and I will let it wash over my body and every single damn time I will take the finger of power and I will give the good bits an up and the bad bits are down and as always that grammatically doesn't make any sense. Hello and welcome to One Culture Wrestling. This is just a review show that I have turned into a pot of carnage but if I am going to eat some cereal I want to eat it out of that pot. I'm losing my mind. I need to sleep. Let's upload that. Well, this was absolutely nuts because the first thing I did see on Raw as the camera panned around the audience was a sign that said, Simon, give this an up. And a tear ran down my cheek because you damn right I appreciate it. And you know the deal too, if somebody does write something down on a piece of paper and it pertains to me, I shall go with it, which is a bit scary because if one day there's a sign and it says, Simon, give me your life. What am I meant to do? Hey ho, I've bought into this now, but thank you very much. You make me happy deep down in my tum-tum. And of course, you are getting it up. Raw then got going properly, and we were focusing on Rey Mysterio, because of course, his boy Dominic had turned heel at the premium live event. And I couldn't help but look at him and go, man, Eddie Guerrero would be so proud. It was Edge who came out to officially kick things off, though. He does that thing that he always does during his entrance, where he kind of runs over to one side, and then he runs over to the other side. But it's like a dad run. Like, it looks like he's moving faster, but he doesn't actually cover any more ground. The pop he got here too was so ridiculous. I was like, Adam, Adam, because I know him, we're good friends, we're not. Why did you ever want to be a heel? And the first thing he said was, do you think Dominic kicked me in the balls because I speared him a couple of weeks ago? I was like, come here, Mr. Copeland. Yes. The absolute best part, though, is that he said, Dominic, you have always felt like a nephew to me, but evidently 
you don't feel the same. And I was like, no, Edge. I don't think Dominic looks at you and go, Edge, you're like a nephew. I tell you, it killed me. Edge does feel terrible about all of this, though, because it was he that brought the Judgment Day to life. And now they've been making the Mysterio's life a living hell. But given what Dominic has done, and given that he has come of age, he now no longer sees him as a boy, and he sees him as a WWE superstar. And I was like, that's not very nice, Edge. He's a human being, first and foremost. But the point was, Edge's gonna kick his ass. This went terribly, though, because Rey Mysterio then walked out and was like, please, Edge, don't beat up my boy. I apologize on his behalf. And I was like, Rey, you are a terrible, terrible father. This is the whole reason Dominic has gone bad to begin with, because you keep trying to sort out his messes and you don't let him grow as a man. The Radar Superstar didn't care, though, and then this got even better because Rhea Ripley interrupted. And Judgment Day has become such a good group because they're just... Well, they're like ship stirring. I can't say the word, but you know what I'm talking about. They just want to poke the bear. So Rhea was like, oh man, you want to see a real dude, do you? Well, here's Dominic who came out with slicked hair and he's wearing black now. He may as well have had a sign that said, that's right, I'm evil now. Ray couldn't handle any of this. So he just left going, I can't believe this has actually happened. And of course, Edge was distracted, which is when Finn Balor and Damian Priest jumped him. And they beat him up so badly, they basically broke his leg, they broke his foot, because they got a chair and they went whammo. And they looked at the camera and all went, <laughs> they're like those hyenas from The Lion King, but I tell you, it's been an inspired choice. Ray did try and come back to save his buddy as well, but Dominic stopped him, which is when Rhea threw him into Simba the Steel Steps. I was like, we've done it. For weeks and months now, I've been waiting for everything to come together and for these guys to feel like awesome heroes, even though they're villains, and we have arrived. We were also told that Edge had gone to a hospital, which makes sense because he probably had a broken bone. The only thing that doesn't make sense here is that the reason Edge and Rey Mysterio won at the premium live event is because Dominic Mysterio grabbed Finn Balor's foot. I don't care about that. Not everything in the world has to make sense. And sometimes you have to go plot hole, plot hole, and then just move on. It was a good start to Raw. Miz and Tommaso Ciampa then arrived at the building. So there's another dude that has got his first name back. Sarah Shriver was all like, oh, what's going on with Dexter Loomis? Miz is like, you got to stop talking about that. I'm in the main event later. I'm having a steel cage match against Bobby Lashley. We should just talk about that. The whole point of this, though, is that they were in the parking lot and they were walking into the venue. And when they did so, they went over to a car that had been flipped over. And I wonder what that relates to. I mean, I knew instantly because it's been the worst kept secret in wrestling over the last couple of weeks. And that is the fact that Braun Strowman is returning to WWE. And it's a good thing we saw this vehicle. Because five minutes later, Braun Strowman returned to WWE. Now, it does beg the question what he did when he was arriving at the building. What did he do? Walk into the parking lot and go, brah, just flip over a car. But before we do get there, we were going to have a fatal four-way tag team match to determine the brand new number one contenders. At least that was the idea because it was the New Day versus the Alpha Academy versus Los Lotharios versus the Street Profits. And I will tell you straight up that for a good few minutes, they had a really good little bit of wrestling. And the absolute best part is it had those rules where you can tag anyone in, which meant eventually it was Kofi Kingston versus Xavier Woods. And without even thinking about it, Woods just dropped to the floor and he was going to let Kofi pin him for the one, two, three before everybody else broke it up. But I just want to give them a round of applause. They have been doing this for almost a decade now and I still absolutely love them. I want to marry them. Otherwise, this was proper go, 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 move, 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 don't ever stop or we'll fall to our deaths. 
And at one point, Angel Garza and Montez Ford gave Xavier Woods this suplex when all of a sudden Humberto Carrillo came off the top, but Xavier Woods got his foot up. And because Humberto had that momentum, he pinned off and Chad Gable gave him a suplex. I was like, man, that was really good. There's also the idea that the Street Profits may have had this one because Montez Ford hit his big frog splash onto Otis, but Otis wasn't a legal man. And then from nowhere, yeah, all of a sudden we heard, Rah! Which means Braun Strowman was coming here. He no longer looks like a gardener. He was all topless and he was wearing red. And he absolutely destroyed all of these guys. I mean, at the end of it, I was like, I wonder if we'll ever see them again. He even threw a bunch of people through Alan the announce table and even security guards were getting it. And look, did he get a massive reaction? Yes, he did. Do I like surprises on Raw? Absolutely. I also think WWE is going to have to portray him a little bit differently because beforehand it felt like he had done everything. I agree with that. But this made me go, all right, so it's getting it up. With that said, though, why on earth did this have to come at the absolute ending of the tag team division? You had four teams here who have been doing pretty good recently. and We just took a massive marker pen, basically scribbled in their face. And I get it, too. We want to make sure that Braun Strowman comes back with a bang. I don't know, when WWE does this kind of stuff, it irks me. I don't know why, because let's face it, one day I'm going to be dead and it shouldn't be an issue. However, I do have the finger of power and it's getting it down. The tag action continued too, because then for some reason, it was Nikki Ash and Dewdrop taking on Raquel and Aaliyah, the brand new tag team champions. And if you are a mega nerd like me, it went straight away, you're all, well, Nikki and Dewdrop lost on the NXT show, so why the hell would they get this opportunity? But look, this was basically just there. It was three minutes, and it was to remind you that Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah are your brand new women's tag team champions, and they're always going to be ready for a fight. We also saw Damage Control watching backstage, which is going to tie in later, and eventually Raquel hit her big powerbomb. She got the one, two, three, and Aaliyah didn't really do much of anything. I'm not sure that it did actually need to go any longer than it did, and it really does feel like this time WWE is going. Do you remember last time we had these tag titles? They vanished from television. Well, let's not do that again. So I am going to give it an up because it was pretty inoffensive. But I do have to say, it really did come across as filler. So in that sense, it has to get it down. Although I will say, during this, I started screaming at my television, oh, would you stop with the whole Nikki Ash and Dewdrop thing and turn them back into Nikki Cross and Piper Niven. About 12 minutes later, longer than that, but I think they did it. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rey Mysterio is then backstage being super sad and he wants to have a fight with Finn Balor or Damian Priest later to get his revenge. But he also said, I shall never fight my son. So we doing the whole Undertaker and Kane shtick. We also had this quick cut about everything that happened between Sheamus and Gunther at Clash at the Castle. Because I tell you, that could have been one of the best matches of the entire weekend. I mean, it was five stars, I tell you. 6.27 in the Tokyo Dome. It then kind of came across to me like we still don't know what we want to do with Austin Theory. And yes, he is Austin again. Apart from the fact that he is going to feud with every single person on the roster. Because he came out to the ring, and I quite enjoyed this, because either intentionally or by mistake, he started making a bunch of errors, but then blamed it on the fact that Tyson Fury had punched him in the head at the premium live event. And if you haven't seen that, just go on Twitter now and find the gif. I think Tyson Fury knows that wrestling doesn't work. He still promised to cash in his briefcase very soon, which is when Kevin Owens interrupted him. He was all like, <laughs> you got KO'd at that show, which made me giggle. But it also brings up the question, is Kevin Owens a good guy or is Kevin Owens a bad guy? Because ever since Triple H's took over, he's been like both of them. He also had a great time with the fact that Austin Theory is Austin Theory again and said, look, I know you tried to cash in over the weekend, but you should count your lucky stars that it wasn't successful because otherwise right now you wouldn't have that briefcase because you would have lost to Drew McIntyre and you would have lost to Roman Reigns. And by the way, as we brought up those names, I taken on Drew a few weeks ago and he didn't beat me. And 18 months ago, I had the Tribal Chief beat too until the Usos and Paul Heyman got involved. Theory still said that he is going to become the champion and he'll give the first shot to Kevin Owens. So that was interesting. And then KO, as always, was his lovable self because he was like, I bet what's going to happen now is a referee is going to appear and we're going to have a match. And that's exactly what happened. It does mean I have absolutely no idea what we are doing with Theory because he's either going to lose his briefcase or he is going to cash in. But in between all that, he just loses all the damn time as he did here. But before that did happen, oh my gosh, he took Kevin Owens' head and he slammed it backwards into Simba the Steel Steps. And even I went like this because it was horrific. Otherwise, though, there wasn't much else going on here. They were tussling on the top and Kevin Owens was able to turn that into a top rope fisherman suplex a buster thingamajig. And then he hit the pop-up powerbomb and he hit the stunner. Theory was down, so he pinned him. One, two, three, done. So we must keep an eye on this because something is going to happen. Although it was a very good back and forth with the promo and it was a very good back and forth match. Just feels slightly directionless. I'm just a bit burnt out on wrestling, getting it up. More worry, worry, fear, fear, I'm so scared with Chumper and Miz after this, as the Miz tried to tell us that as he is in a steel cage, the problems with Dexter Loomis won't be an issue. I 
thought about it and I was like, no, that doesn't make sense at all. This is also where we saw Damage Control coming to the ring, Bailey's new group, and that name is a little bit lame. And this ties into what we were talking about earlier, because in the background, you saw Nikki Ash take off her superhero mask and throw it in Dewdrop's face. So let's hope this is the catalyst for change. I'm not gonna lie, when I saw this, I was like, oh my God, Nikki Ash is actually Nikki Cross? <laughs> I had no idea. But then he kind of just went into sorting out mode because Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eosky did come to the ring and Bales is all like, oh yeah, I pinned Bianca Belair at Clash of the Castle, so now I should be the number one contender. Whereas Dakota was like, oh yeah, last week Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah, you may have pinned us, but you pinned me and I wasn't a legal person. So now next week, we getting a title match. This is when Bianca Belair came out and she was like, look, Bailey, you didn't beat me. It took all three of you. And they'd be like, well, it was a six person tag and that's kind of the rules. And even though she wanted to fight, Bailey wasn't gonna do it because it's Labor Day. She's done a lot of work. So the bad guys just left, and I suppose this was the planting of seeds, but it just felt like it lacked the oomph in terms of the oomph we need in order to build a bunch of championship matches. But once again, was it bad? No. It just felt like we need to get to the next week as we step closer and closer to another pay-per-view. Whatever. Up. We were then reminded that yes, Theory is also in a feud with Johnny Gargano because he was being interviewed here where he was all like, man, I'm having such a good time. I'm so happy. And next week I am going to have a wrestling match. And one of the reasons he did do this is because Theory interrupted him. He was all like, oh man, instead of Johnny wrestling, you're just Johnny talking. And to be Johnny wrestling, you need to do the wrestling. So Johnny Gargano said, okay, I'm going to do the wrestling. So good, I suppose. I like seeing Johnny Gargano wrestle. The show long stuff with Judgment Day then continued because it was Damian Priest versus Rey Mysterio. And I have to say that making sure you have these elongated angles on Raw is massively important because it does go on forever. This just keeps you invested. Rey also lost here as well, but the reason was so damn good as the commentators told us. And as we can see, he was so distracted by the fact that his boy had screwed him over. He couldn't focus on anything else. It's like when someone tells me, Simon, we're going out for pizza at 7.30. If it's 8 p.m., I'm just thinking about cheese on toast. It got even worse for him, too, because Domi and his new friend strolled out afterwards. And if you can believe it, when Rey Mysterio was going for the 619, Dominic got up on the apron. He stopped his pappy. This is when Rey turned around into the South of Heaven choke slam, and he lost. To see this family crumble in front of my eyes, I don't know what's happening. The Judgment Day then ensured to beat the hell out of Rey Mysterio as Rhea Ripley got on the microphone and said, oh, next week it's going to be Edge versus Dominic. So I am quite excited about that. And honestly, Finn Balor is the absolute best. All the annoying things he has started to do, he is like a jock in high school who does not care about you. So all of this is finally working and it's gigging up. Bobby Lashley was then super mad because he was backstage all like, why is The Miz worried about Dexter Loomis? when he should be worried about me. I mean, I'm gonna be in the ring with him later, we're having a steel cage, this isn't fair. And he stomped off to have a tantrum. I was then dying laughing as well, obviously not because I am still here, but we always had a quick jack with Braun Strowman, who's all like, look, I'll fill you in on what I did later, but I'm gonna be on SmackDown. I was like, damn it, just give me a reason why. We also had some footage after the Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle match from the weekend too, where Riddle was like, oh man, I let the anger get better of me and now I'm a Dark Lord Sith Jedi kind of a guy. I want to do it again. Whereas Seth was like, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. And I have bigger fish to fry. And I tell you, this fish better be Roman Reigns. It's 
time to do that program again. Shockingly, after this too, it was our main event, because ever since Triple H took over, Raw is no longer segment, 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 segment. So when it does come to reviewing it, it takes less time to run down. It was also Bobby Lashley versus The Miz in a steel cage for the US Championship, which I did like, because we continue to elevate all our mid-card titles. But I do have to tell you this. If you got a piece of paper and you would guessed how this match was going to go, you probably would have got it right. That doesn't mean it was bad, though, although we did completely ignore the stipulation because Tommaso Ciampa couldn't have been more involved here if he tried. I mean, he was grabbing Bobby Lashley's arm. They beat Bobby up beforehand. He was using chairs. Any single time that Lashley had any kind of momentum, Ciampa just went, well, I don't care. To the point it was like, referee, you probably need to call an audible because this ain't working. We still did have some teases in the sense that one point Bob missed the spear and Miz was able to hit the skull-crushing finale for a near fall. And given the Ciampa cast distraction once again, they then took Bobby's head and they just slammed it over and over again using the door. And I was like, I don't think we should be doing that. He gonna die. The point was to sell it like Bobby Lashley was knocked out so that Miz could try and escape the cage. And this is when we got the most pro wrestling thing ever. I cannot tell you how happy I was because when the Miz did get to the top and he was climbing down, all of a sudden we had a magical bird's eye view camera footage looking towards the floor and who was staring up from under the ring apron with the most Dumb look on his face that you've ever seen. It was Dexter Loomis that scared the shit out of the Miz. So he got back in the ring. But once again, you need to check this out. It's why I'll stick with sports entertainment for life. I mean, it really did look like Looney Tunes. And of course, when the Miz hit the canvas, Bobby Lash was there. He gave him the spear and he pinned him for the one, two, three. But even better than this, Dexter Loomis then got in the ring. The A-lister tried to escape through the door. And Bob closed it, which means now... When the police eventually gets involved, you gotta arrest Bobby Lashley too, because he just helped the kidnapper. It then got really creepy because Dexter choked out the Miz, and when he was done, he was stroking his hair, and you know what the fans did. They cheered all of this as I just shook my head. I was like, man, wrestling is really, really, really weird. But damn it, I love it. I really do like the fact that Loomis has come back and has been able to get over to this level because it shows that you can do stuff on NXT and then bring it to Raw and SmackDown. And look, this was a fine main event, but once again, it was a cliffhanger because we're asking, well, is he going to murder The Miz? And if not, why does he want to kidnap him? So you can throw me in with the crazies too. I am giving it up. Which did indeed bring us to the end of a very succinct Raw but maybe one that was lacking in a little bit of, oh my gosh, I can't believe it, other than Braun Strowman. But I will give it an up, because when it was done, I thought to myself, well, I'm glad I watched that. Also, mostly, because there's no wrestling for a couple of days, and I need to rest. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.